um, I'm not going to preach the sermon. And I was asking the Lord, it's, we're going for a long time. It's 11.24 right now. And uh, what should I say? And he gave me a scripture. And it's like if I was going to write the sermon I wrote, I should have had this scripture in there to set us up for where we're going. We're, we're going to this place where we're going to decide. And, and to whatever degree you choose, that's between you and God. But I'm going to drive you towards where the Bible teaches. If you've confessed Jesus as Lord over your life, if you've given your life to Jesus sincerely in your heart, whether you're doing a good job of actually releasing it, and if you understood that you had a sin debt that you owed God that you could never repay, that you were eternally damned to his wrath, but that through faith in the offering that is Jesus Christ for your sins, if if those two things are true, whether or not you hear this message or whether or not you choose for whatever reasons are between you and God, you're saved. But Jesus has given us a purpose. He's given us a call. He's given us to have influence, powerful influence over this world. He's given us privileges that he doesn't give to other people. Only to kingdom people does he give these privileges. And we have to decide whether or not we want to actually exercise those privileges. So here's the scripture. When I asked the Lord, I was thinking, man, I probably should just hold this one for next week. He gave me a scripture, and here's the scripture. It's um, If you want to pull it up, Heather, all the other ones, there's a bunch in there. If you want to pull this one up, it's 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Maybe put up 20 through 22. But it's really 20. That's the scripture I want you to hear this morning. And For as many... As are the promises of God. In him they are yes. Therefore also through him is our amen to the glory of God through us. I'm going to stop just right there. So this morning what I was planning to do was to give you a sense for what those promises are. These are the promises of God. That in the atonement King Jesus has taken away your sin. He's also taken away your sickness and your disease. He's done many, many, many things for you when by faith you receive him. So the promise is that your sins, your transgressions, your iniquities, it's all been washed clean by the blood. The promise extends to your pains and your sorrows. Pains is a good translation in the Hebrew. Sorrows is a bad translation in the Hebrew. Sorrows should be sickness and disease in the Hebrew. It is every place else that it's translated. That's a promise. But no... Not all people get to claim the promise. Only those that are found in Christ Jesus. There's other promises. There's promises that that you saw the works of Jesus and you believed, and greater works than these you're going to do. That's a promise. There's a promise that says that the fervent, effectual prayer of the righteous accomplishes much. That's a promise. Let me read the scripture again. And I'm going to ask you a question. I'm not asking you to answer it today. But I really would like you to think about it this week. For as many as are the promises of God, in him they are, yes, him is Christ Jesus. 
in Jesus. So all of God's promises, as many as he has made, are yes, conditionally. You must be in Christ Jesus. Therefore, because of that, therefore, also through him, Christ Jesus, is our amen to the glory of God through us. So we can claim the promise and be happy. I have these promises from God. I'm in Christ Jesus. So you've gotten the amen. You've gotten to speak the amen to the promise that says that your sins are forgiven. But all the promises from God are yes in Christ Jesus. The question I'm going to ask you, and look at, I'm, I'm asking myself. I should turn the camera on my iPad. I could see myself. The question I'm asking you is, how important to you is the amen? Because the promise without the amen is cool. You know, you probably preach about it. But it, it's a big deal nothing if there's no Amen. The promise to that guy right there, the guy who came to our house to sell us a door wall, in five minutes he knew he wasn't selling us a door wall. He sat with us for two hours. He heard the gospel. I think he's already a Christian anyway, but it's always important for me to make sure. The promise of eternal life with God was his. But the amen doesn't come until he says yes to God. So all those promises are true in Christ Jesus but the amen doesn't come until that glory flows through us. So are we going to build a cross made out of wheelchairs? Yeah, if we do, right? Are we going to sacrifice? The first place we're going to touch on is prayer. Hey, I get a lot of prayer text messages, you know, and I don't want to not pray if somebody thinks that my prayer might be effective, but quite frankly, I make sure I pray right that minute. If it's one of you guys, I put you on a list and I make sure that I'm praying. But I'm not sure that I'm devoted to Jesus enough to actually hear the amen for every one of those prayers. Because I've been praying for Keith's back for years. How's your back? Does it hurt right now? It is? Good. Good. I'm praying for your back ever since Margie sent the text. But I want the Amen. And I'm a little ashamed that I didn't have, the not for you personally or any, any particular, but that generally my devotion, my understanding of what a disciple is, has been short of the mark. And that's a question that we're going to have to all ask ourselves. The promise is awesome, but are we willing to press for the amen? I don't make this as a promise, but I'm thinking that's the shortest sermon you'll ever hear from me. Father God, I thank you so much for your word. I thank you for its power. I thank you for its truth. I thank you that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. I thank you that you've made promises to us. And we claim those promises, Lord, but many of those promises are conditional. Maybe all of them are conditional. And Lord, I pray your grace and your mercy over us for our falling short of the true discipleship devotion that your word calls for from us, that we would somehow cheapen what Jesus did for us in our response to it. I pray, Lord, that we would be a people who would never be known as lukewarm, that there would be a passionate fire burning in our hearts. And I know, Lord, that 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 fire can get down and down and down, but you've given us each other, and you've given us your spirit. You said to... Timothy, through his father Paul, 
to stir into flame, to fan the fire that was put inside of him, that he doesn't have a spirit of timidity or fear, but power, love, and discipline or a sound mind. But what you told us in that was not just what he had, but that, that it needs to be stirred and it needs to be fanned and that, that flame can go down if somebody's not looking after it. So you gave to the Apostle Paul, Timothy's father in the Lord, to tell Timothy to fan that thing. Fan that thing. And I say, Lord, that you use each other, speaking the truth in love, to fan that thing. That that fire would hot, burn hot, according to your purposes, that we would truly be dead people to ourselves, that our life would be of no account, but that we would press and press and pray and believe and serve and trust to the point where we say amen again and again and again and again, Lord. And that in every amen you're glorified and in every amen your son is glorified and in every amen... People come to know you more. In every amen, the truth is exposed and the lies are killed. That we would be people that not only want to talk about the promises, but have experienced again and again and again the amen of your glory flowing through. I thank you for today, Lord. I thank you for the ministry. I thank you that Manu got free because he came to find out who he really was, that you spoke his identity into his heart. And I know that he didn't get to pray for everybody, but I know that he will. I pray that every one of us, Lord, on this Father's Day, looks to you and says, tell me who I am, Father. Tell me who I am. I thank you for the honor to get to tell some people today who they are. I praise you. I do. I praise you. I praise you in Jesus' name, Father. Jesus, I praise you for making all of this possible. I praise you. I praise you for the testimony.